Welcome to Successful Aging, the podcast designed to introduce you to industry professionals who will share information and resources related to aging. I'm your host, Judy Porter, the Development Director from the Nashua Senior Activities Center. Let's get started. Good afternoon, listeners. I would like to introduce our guest today. And we have Chelsea Graves, the Location Manager for Ziz Sweeney and St. Laurent Funeral Home, part of the Dignity Memorial family. Gerilyn Serra, the Area Location Manager for Dignity Memorial. And Ash Christopher, who is an apprentice, soon to be a funeral director. Good afternoon. And welcome, welcome to Successful Aging, the podcast of the <laughs> Nashua Senior Center. And we're going to chat this afternoon and begin the conversation, which can be a difficult one, about pre-planning and why you should do it and how one would begin uh, pre-planning. So I, I will let you begin that conversation for us. So a lot of times um, families will come in, um, they just decide to make things a little bit easier for their family, whether it be their spouse, um, their children, they just have that conversation. A lot of times the kids will bring it up, but they'll have the conversation with their loved ones and just want to make it a lot easier for them. So usually they'll give us a call. They'll, we'll set up a time for them to come sit with us. And we just kind of discuss with them in a casual setting and just of what they would like to do in the afterlife, what they would like to have their loved ones remember them by. Um, a lot of families are tending to just want to do a celebration of life, something fun. Um, so their loved ones can just remember those little details, the memorable moments for themselves. Now, every family is different, so I'm sure that you probably have a whole list of different things that you can do when families say, oh, so-and-so love this, so we want to remember them that way. Um, in pre-planning, is it important to know everything that you would want when you begin that conversation, or through the years, can you modify that plan? A lot of families modify them. Um, a lot of times they'll choose to want to do an extravagant traditional service, which would be going to church. Um, and then sometimes they've chosen to do something a lot more casual. I mean, Ash and myself have done services for family members where we actually got to wear Red Sox jerseys during the services. Um, we've gotten to do like Patriot services. We've done actually a whole Super Bowl theme service. So they change their minds throughout the year sometimes um, or the siblings or their loved ones kind of put a little bug in their ear and ask them or talk to them about a little bit of changes. And a lot of times it ends up being good for them. It makes the services very unique for them. So are themed services becoming more um, common? I think so for us. Um, we really like doing personalized services, unique services. Um, Ash does a lot of personalized little things for families as far as 
stationery, little memorial cards. Um, this morning, she actually did a really pretty Fenway Park one for one of the families we served. So they're becoming really personalized, which is changing services in a way, but it's also making things very unique for their families. So people love, remember these little details. So say I live in Nashua right now, and I'm beginning the conversation with you about pre-planning my service and, and what I would want. And somewhere down the road, I decide that I don't like snowy New Hampshire anymore, and I'm going to retire someplace warm with no snow. What, how would one approach that, and what are the benefits of dealing with Dignity Memorial at that point? We have transferability throughout the whole United States. Um, so we've actually had a lot of families that have set services with us and they chose to actually move to Florida to get away from the snow. So it's just simple thing as far as calling us. We contact one of our nearest sister firms actually down in Florida field. And then when that time comes, your family member would just call that location for us and everything's honored the same way. Another question that I know I've heard come up at some in-person pre-planning seminars that we've held at the Senior Center would be um, people are concerned about what would happen, what happens to their money once they prepay? How is it protected? It's actually put in an insurance assignment that we use. So it actually, actually doesn't come directly to us. Um, any funds are put into insurance assignment that is regulated, it's protected for all family members. So it is fully protected at that, at that point. They, they do not, there is no downside risk that at some point in the future when their family goes to use this, it's gonna be gone. Exactly, yep, there it's fully protected. Now is New Hampshire unique in that or is that common across the country? I believe we, trying to think if Carolyn you want to help me on this one sure of course so that's a really good question I'm so glad we're having this conversation because there's about a million questions that could come up with things like this um, but one in particular is that there are different avenues and vehicles for pre-need funding and it's state by state so some states prefer to use an insurance vehicle other states can use a trust um, and the difference between the two is that a trust is typically uh, held within a bank and the insurance is held within um, an insurance company um, that can um, just be sort of a different funding method for people to use. So there's more choices in some of the other states, um, but the ones that offer, um, you know, just the backing of an insurance company um, is where, where we are at this point. So um, that's the major difference. So any legitimate funeral home, when you do the pre-planning process and you do pay, you would be getting paperwork indicating um, that it's been paid for and everything is appropriately um, invested or put in a trust, however it needs to be. 
Absolutely. Correct. It's the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to follow. It's actually, it's a lot of paperwork, right, Chelsea? It's, it's, yes. it's a lot, right? So uh, within our um, family of funeral homes, we have a designated person who um, tries to meet with everyone because they go through ex- just extensive training about the benefits of the policies that they'll be um, introducing people to. So that's one benefit that we have, that we have an expert who does it um, all the time only for people that want to be planning in advance. So it's really nice. Now, I I also know that people have had the question commonly, when you prepay, it does not necessarily mean that you're locking in a price, that no one can say what the price is really going to be 30 years from now. But when you're planning right now, here's what it is, and here's the amount of money you're locking in towards that. So we actually guarantee our um, the prices that we sit with families besides the third-party cash advances. And those are things such as newspaper notices, um, the cost of cemeteries. Uh, but all of our costs, we guarantee those costs. Really? So yes. if I do my pre-planning now and, and I give you my credit card and I pay for it, and God willing, I, I don't pass on for another 30 years. That price is locked in. That price for our side is locked in. The only charges that you would accrue differently would be if for some reason the state hired the death certificate costs or the cemetery hired their costs. Everything from us is always guaranteed. Wow, that is a, a really nice and I think unique feature because Mm -hmm. in many instances, that is not the case. And you just actually mentioned something that I think many listeners probably would be shocked to know, but there's not an unlimited amount of death certificates that you get the state charges to issue the death certificates. And you're gonna need them for, uh, to prove, to send to your stock companies if you need to change the registration and, life insurance companies and things like that, you end up needing more death certificates when you're handling the final affairs of someone than I think anyone ever realizes. And that amount of money does add up. Mm -hmm. So what else can you tell us about pre-planning and some of the things that you discuss? Chelsea, just want to elaborate one more minute on that, um, on the the benefit of using um, uh, an insurance policy for um, funding pre-need is that the vehicle itself will cover the cost of inflation over the years. And that is how we're able to um, keep the prices what they are. So if you pay $5,000 for the services of the funeral home in 2021, and it's invested in the insurance policy over the course of however many years, and and usually it's a long time, um, it will be uh, creating an earning that will cover the cost of inflation. So so over time, even if it doesn't quite match up with the inflation, the funeral home will absorb that difference for you on the cost of the funeral side. So things like merchandise caskets. So if you pay for a casket now and it goes up over the years, that policy is going to make up the difference. Um, the, the third party advance, crash advances, we can't do that. You can put down a deposit um, to make the cost less 
um, you know, at the time of a person's passing, but we're only able to use that at face value so that, um, and, and over time, you know, say if it was $50 for death certificates and it's now $60 by the time they pass away, the family is responsible for the difference, but it takes off that very large amount for people, you know, so that they're not, you know, incurring a, an enormous cost at the time of, of passing. So I just wanted to make sure that was clear and how that worked. So you mentioned two different types of funding. You mentioned the cash in advance and the insurance policy. So do people have that option when they're pre-planning? So cash advances are third-party charges. It's another term for that. So um, it's, it's um, just want to make sure that's clear. So um, insurance funding, um, part of the contract that you have when you enter into it are charges from the funeral home and cash advances, which are paid on the, on, on the behalf of the person to places like the cemetery or the newspaper. Okay things like that. So, okay. so those are on there and they're just funded at face value. And if there's any changes in those and at the time of a person's passing, the difference will need to be paid, but there will never be a difference in a guaranteed funeral contract on the side of the funeral home because that has been factored in for the inflation. Okay, so those are things, the, the cemetery end of it, the stone, the, the vault, any of that, where the funeral home would have no control over the cost at all. So you're just guaranteeing everything that you know you have control over. Correct. Okay, that makes a, a great deal of sense. And I think demystifies a lot of pre-planning for uh, individuals because uh, you know, obviously, God willing, if you're doing this, you're planning on your passing um, many, many years from now, but you wanna be sure there's always, it, it is a large expense and you wanna be sure that you're doing it right so that when you do pass, you're not leaving your family, your loved ones, the executor of your estate, whoever is handling your final affairs. You don't wanna leave them saying, holy smokes, there's, you know, how am I gonna cover all of this? Chelsea, would you agree that one of the most common things we hear from families when we're caring for a person at the time of their passing, that the families will kind of join in and say, we really need to do this in advance because it takes a lot of time. And when you're grieving and when you're going through these emotions, it can be really difficult to try to make all the right decisions. So families will often say, you know, we're going to come back and we're going to do this for us so that it's easier for our children not to have to go through this. Would you agree, Chelsea, that a lot of people say that? Completely. You yeah. know, at that time, um, people's heads tend to be cloudy. So it doesn't allow them the time to think about what mom's favorite flower was or what color her favorite, what her favorite color was, because those are little things that can make a service unique. And to your point, Ash creates all of these very special items for families. And if they really have an idea of what they want, we've even had families over the years, like come back and say, oh, you know, I really want this picture, you know, to be used when it's my time. So it allows for Ash to be very creative and really speak to who the person was in life when they pass away, so. So even though the conversation might be a difficult one to start with the family right now, in the long run, if you take the time and you have that conversation now, while everyone is thinking clearly, it will benefit every single family member in the long run because people will get 
what they want and and family members you are correct they're in the the middle of dealing with grief you may not remember mom's favorite flower at that point and chances are you're probably not mm -hmm. but we also find too and and chelsea and ash see if this rings a bell to you too when we're meeting with uh, families who are doing pre-need and they bring their children and, and and so we're sitting down and you know they'll try to give their input and say to the person who making the pre-arrangements you know what is your favorite this and the child thinks it's one thing and then the the person making the arrangements is like oh no no don't put me in that or don't do that or I wouldn't want that and then you think wow like if this hadn't happened could have gone differently, um, even if it's, you know, um, disposition, which is uh, either cremation or burial, you know, some people have their own preference on what they want, or, you know, their whole family has done um, burial for, for as long, far back as they can remember, but mom does not want to be interred. She wants to be, you know, cremated. So to have them available to say this, it's a way to make sure that everyone's on the same page. There, um, you know, there are emotions that come with making the wrong decisions, and this is a great way to uh, eliminate that, you know, and really have a have a tough conversation. But I think Ash and Chelsea, you guys can both agree that after the conversation, people feel so much better, they as do. if they got something off their chest, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that that's all valid. I started to have a little bit of a conversation with my own mother recently because I was pretty certain I knew what she wanted for arrangements and plans. And it shocked me to find out that she no longer wanted to be interred and she wanted her ashes scattered in the ocean. And so I would not have been honoring her wishes, which she had told me a number of years ago, if we hadn't updated that conversation uh, of that she had changed her mind and, and she wanted to go in a different direction. So people need to really have that conversation, update the conversation along the way. And it is difficult. It was a difficult conversation to have, but I felt so much better once I had it. Exactly, and I was kind of in the same boat. I kind of assumed I knew what my mother wanted. And after we lost my father, um, she it just kind of opened her eyes to let us know what she wanted and it was kind of a shocker i was like i would have assumed you wanted this but she wanted something very simple and you know i would assume that for many families this is not a one visit pre-planning we come in i know everything i want we're signing on the dotted line that day that it's more of a process and it I actually have a personal anecdote on that matter. My grandparents actually have a free need with one of our sister locations in McKinney, Texas, and they are known very well for going in about once every year to look at their casket book uh, because they want to make sure that they're up to date on all of the caskets that are available to them. Um, they've changed them more than once. Mm -hmm. um, but that's how flexible things are. You can always come back in and change whatever you want as your winds change. And I think that's really cool. I, I love that because this way you don't feel like some choice that you made 20 years ago, you still have to stay married to right now that you can change, but at least you've done some planning and you can update it as you, as you change. 
but the conversation still needs to begin with the, the family. And let me ask this, what if you have no family members? What if you're the last one in your family and you've done your pre-planning? What happens then? Can you ask the funeral home if you know, you know you're not doing well, can you contract the funeral home to just handle everything knowing that you don't have anyone? It usually comes down to, there's a far line in the state of New Hampshire of who your designated next of kin is. So if you don't have a spouse, children, parents are with us, it would go to cousins, aunts and uncles, down to even second cousins, to even close, close relatives, close friends. So there's always a resource for us to continue down the line to see who could help assist us at those times. So even a friend, if you have no remaining family members at all, could step in and, and handle the very last, the very final request. Yes. Okay. We, we, we definitely, you know, um, Part of what makes us, you know, who we are is that we are, you know, really in tune with the rules and we always kind of are refreshed all the time. We have um, a wonderful department of people that can look into things if we're if we're looking at, you know, having the care of a friend or something like that. Um, cremation is one area that we really are very careful about. So we can have the guidance and advice of um, a lot of our teammates to be able to navigate that because it can be a little tricky. But if a person makes their own prearrangements and they're crystal clear about what their wishes are, then we have the resources to make sure that their wishes are carried out. So it's really, really a benefit in all aspects. So you could certainly see, especially if if you have a limited uh, number of family members to draw on, how pre-planning would be really critical to be sure that whatever you feel your final wishes should be are carried out. Correct, absolutely. So if someone wanted to begin the pre-planning conversation how would they reach out to you at this Sweeney and St. Laurent Funeral Home? They could give us a call um, or they could truthfully, like the older generation, they can come knocking on our door and we're always available here. Now, where are you located? We're located at 26 Kinsley Street, right here in Nashua. Okay, and, and, and what would be the phone if number if someone wanted our to numbers, call? Yeah, our number is 603. 882-3501. And is there a website anyone could check? They do. We have it's uh, zisweeneyfuneralhome.com. That's Z-I-S sweeneyfuneralhome.com. Okay, so they could check that. They could give you a call, set up an initial meeting to get some information. At some point in the future, once we are um, Post-COVID, mm -hmm. I know that uh, the Senior Center hosts a variety of pre-planning seminars. I know at the, the funeral home you do. So I think people can know that moving forward, um, there'll be more things in the community, more opportunities to garner information. 
Um, but I also know that Zisweeney and St. Laurent did exactly. Memorial. Still, uh, we can always send out information via mail, via the email, or we can even set up a Zoom conference just to talk about things they would like to do. So that, that is certainly an option for them to, to do it virtually. Mm -hmm. um, and, and people should know that um, Zisweeney St. Laurent Dignity Memorial is very connected to the community. Uh, and you work very closely with many senior organizations, especially the Nashua Senior Center. And we, uh, we are very grateful for that, uh, that community partnership and the community spirit, because we're all just part of one city trying to help one another. Exactly. And so once again, if someone wanted to give you a call, what's your phone number? It is 603-882-3501. So thank you for joining me this afternoon and getting some really important information out there to individuals and families so that they can start the conversation about pre-planning. I know that we'll probably have some future conversations about this, but I would really like to thank each and every one of you for joining me today. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Yes, You're welcome. nice to talk with you. Thanks for everything you do for the community. We love the Senior Center. Oh, thank you. We love you guys too. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Successful Aging. Till next time, I'm Judy Porter saying, you may have to age, but you don't have to grow old.